0: Hey everybody, this is Justin Michael Williams with Motivation for Black People, giving you trusted guidance to make your life better. And today, we are talking about the truth behind habit building. And I'm going to tell you something, everything you've ever heard about habit building, including it takes 21 days and all this stuff, is a lie. It's all a myth. There is no science behind it at all. And I'm here to like dispel the myth for you and actually give you the truth about what it takes to make or break a habit for real. And the reason I know this is uh, many of you will know that I'm working on my first book right now. And at the end of my book, I was thinking about putting a 21-day challenge because everybody says, oh, 21-day challenge, 21 days to do this, 21 days to change your life, 21 days to do whatever. And I thought, you know what, before I write about this in a book, why don't I go look this up to see, like, how this is and, and how it's true, so I can get a little bit more information. And to my surprise, I went to go look up whether or not it takes 21 days or even 40 days or 90 days or 14 days or all the different amounts of days that everybody's talking about now to make or break a habit. And you guys are gonna die. The science shows that the actual science behind it shows it's all a lie. It is all a lie, a myth. like the biggest myth ever. So let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you where it all started. I'm going to tell you what the deal is and and how this habit building thing got so screwed up in the first place. And then I'm going to tell you the truth about habit building and then give you some steps on what you can do to make new habits, break old habits and make change really in your life. So this all started there's a book in 19, in the 1960s that came out called Psycho-Cybernetics, and it was um, written by a plastic surgeon named Dr. Maxwell Maltz. And he's a plastic surgeon, and what he said in this one chapter in his book was that he realized that after people had plastic surgery on their face that it took them a minimum of about 21 days for them to get used to their new face. That's what he said. And the quote, actually, from the book, I have it right in front of me, says... This is the quote from the book. It says, These and many other commonly observed phenomena tend to show that it requires a minimum of about 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel. So he said that, and then basically he went on to say that he reflected on his own life, and he realized that in his own life, it also took him about 21 days to make or break a new habit. Now, That book, Psycho-Cybernetics, went on to sell bajillions. I mean, not literally bajillions, but a lot, a lot, a lot of copies, especially has become super popular amongst probably your favorite self-help gurus that came up in the 90s and 2000s. And basically what happened, literally, is like the longest game of telephone ever. You know, the game of telephone you play when you're a little kid where like somebody has to start whispering something and then they whisper it all the way down to the end. And then you see if the original thing was what got passed down and it usually was wrong, that's what happened. Longest game of telephone ever because somehow this quote in this book got misconstrued today to make everyone think that there's some scientific fact by this doctor who said that there's it takes 21 days to make or break a new habit. And then other people went on to say, no, it's 40 or no, it's 14 or 19 and all this other bullshit that's literally a lie. And what I want to tell you is that you have to, we have to be so careful about this. And once I found this out, I have made a deep commitment to make sure that anything that I put out into the world, that we all know that when we see these challenges and they're not telling you the truth about this, this is capitalistic oppression at its finest. They tell you, oh, sign up for this 21-day challenge to lose weight, and then you sign up. You don't lose the weight that you want because it was never going to happen in the first place, so then guess what? You feel like a failure, and you have to go buy some other 21-day challenge, or they come up with a 21-day challenge for you to reduce stress. You do it. Your stress your stress, isn't resolved, and you feel like you're a failure because, God, why did everyone else do this 21-day challenge and say it was amazing, but I'm still over here stressed out, so then you feel like a failure, have to go buy more shit, do more things, read more books, do more, more, more. To keep buying into this oppressive capitalistic system that keeps you feeling like you're broken. The truth is, you are not broken. You are not broken. I'm going to say this one more time you are not broken. You are whole, you are complete. You are perfectly imperfect, and what I always say is just because you're trying to grow does not mean you're broken. Just because a flower is dying to reach for the light, is continuing to grow towards the light, doesn't mean that flower is broken. You are growing. You are evolving. You are changing. You are overcoming the systems that have stopped us for generations, but you are not broken. You are not broken. And so we cannot fall into this system and we have to make sure we let each other know. And, and here's the deal. I don't think it's bad to do a 21-day challenge. I, I have stuff out that's 21 days and I love challenges that have like a specific number of days to them because it gives us that feeling of commitment. But what I do think is wrong is when gurus and these self-help leaders and these social media influencers are over here telling us that it's going to take 21 days and your whole life's going to change because that's not the way that it works. Now, how does it work? (laughs) So after I found this out, I said, okay, so what is the deal? What's the real truth? So there's been a lot of universities, a lot of people who've done studies on habit building, like quantitative scientific studies to see what it really takes to make or break a new habit. And one of the ones that I'm going to point out to you right now is um, one of the biggest. And it was done by University College London. Um, And basically what they found out, they did this huge study. You're going to love this. They found out that it takes anywhere from 18 to 254 days to form a new habit, depending on the type of activity, the motivations you have behind it, and how long you're trying to do this. Is somebody trying to force you to do it? Are you doing it because it's for your own interests? Is a doctor trying to get you to do it? And what we have to really think about here, so a couple things. First, one 18 to 254 days. That means that you can form a habit in faster than 21 days, right? So it could happen much more quickly than, the, than they're saying. And then also it could take up to 254. And the reason they say it depends is because, for example, if one of your new habits was to try to drink more water every day, that would be a lot easier than saying you're going to run a mile every day. So depending on what kind of habit you're building and what your motivations are behind it, that will affect how long it takes you to build that habit. So that's number one, okay? Number two, the average number of days they found for people to build a new habit is 66 days. So that's the average. That doesn't mean it'll take you 66 days. It might take you 18 or it might take you 254, right? But the average they found is 66. So that's really good information for us because the average kind of shows where the general population will be or maybe somewhere around there. So if you're looking to think about, okay, how long is it really going to take me? It's going to take you a couple months. It's going to take you a couple months and up to a year, almost a year. And the last one, and this is my favorite of all of them, what they found. This is beautiful. They found that if you fall off track, so let's say you're trying to do something every day, if you fall off track and you get back on track immediately with compassion, it does not affect your long-term habit building. That means if you skip a day every once in a while, it doesn't affect your long-term habit building. Now, this goes against what so many people say in all these like, self-help guru classes and courses, like you have to do every single day, and if you skip a day, you have to start over. The science is showing that is a lie. If you skip a day, all that it takes, what they point out is compassion and that you get right back on track. And so if you skip a day or mess up, just don't beat yourself up about it. And this, what I love about this study, even though it doesn't give us what we want, this like instant quick fix that we're all hoping for, it's much more congruent with what our lives are really like. We try to do things, we fall off track. We get back on track. We're guiding our way. It's, it's all just this beautiful dance. But I think that having an idea of what it really takes to make or break a new habit instead of falling into this trap and this lie that your whole life's going to change in 21 or 40 or whatever days, really, it's so freeing to know this other option. So what do you do? What do you do here? So what I recommend and what I've always done in my life and what I've been doing since I found out this news is I still do like to set a number of days that I'm going to commit to doing something. And I think of it less as a challenge. And I like to use the word experiment. Less of a challenge, more of an experiment. Experiment. So instead of saying, I'm going to do a 40-day challenge, I say, I'm going to do a 40-day experiment with myself. And that's much more freeing because what you're doing now is instead of like forcing yourself to do something, you're committing to something and also paying attention to the results. And as an experiment, you get to adjust, you get to change, you get to see what happens and then reassess after your experiment is over. So what I normally do is let's say I said, I'm going to give up coffee. Which I have given up coffee, but let's, in the beginning, I'll tell you what I actually did. In the very beginning, when I said I was giving up caffeine, I said, I'm gonna give up caffeine for 40 days. And I chose 40 days, honestly, because 40 days is used like all over the Bible, right? 40 days, 40 nights. Um, black people were supposed to be given 40 acres and a mule, which many of us never got, um, 40, the number 40, right. Has been used so many times in many spiritual traditions and, and lineages. And so I just use the number 40 for that reason. And also because 40 felt like long enough for it to require some commitment and to be a challenge, but short enough for me to be realistic. So my personal favorite is 40, but you don't have to do that. When I decided to give up coffee, I said, okay, 40 days. And then on day 41, I marked my calendar for day 41 and I said, on day 41, I'm going to assess what effect has me giving up coffee, from has me breaking this habit, what effect has it had on my life? And during the 40 days, I also spent time watching and being careful because it's an experiment to see, ooh, okay, when am I wanting coffee? What's triggering me to desire caffeine? Do I need to sleep earlier? What do I need to do to help myself um have an easier experience with this experiment. And I also think it's great to set a number of days because if you don't give yourself an end date, it's very easy to blow yourself off and give up because you think, "Oh, I'm never going to give this up forever. I'm never going to do this forever." Well, of course, you're probably not going to do most things forever, right? Life runs in chapters and cycles and things change and evolve with your life, but if you give yourself a set number of days, it's much easier to commit to something. And then when your commitment is over, you reassess and decide: Do I want to continue? Do I want to set another number of days, or do I want to give this up indefinitely? Do I want to make this change? So these are really important ways to think about making and breaking habits. And don't expect the habit to like give itself um, over to you completely in 21 days. Just just drop that out of your mind. Anytime you he- and anytime you hear somebody lying about that. <laughs> tell them the truth and tell them you heard from Justin Michael Williams that the science says that is a lie and that is furthering internalized, capitalistic, systemic oppression on our own selves, on our own people to make you feel like you are broken, which the system that we're in requires us to feel like we're broken to keep feeding into it. And we, I'm, listen, done with it, okay? Done. So recap. The whole habit-building thing, 21 days, is a myth started from a book in the 1960s that was not scientifically proven. The science behind it shows that it takes 18 to 254 days to form a new habit depending on the habit and the motivations behind it. The average number of days to form a new habit is 66 days and it's okay if you skip a day every once in a while as long as you get back on track with compassion that will not affect your ability or how long it will take you to build a habit. has no effect on the habit formation process. And my recommendation to you is if you have a habit that you're trying to make or break, or a change you're trying to make in your life, set a realistic number of days that you can commit to that feels a little bit challenging, feels a little longer than you want, but also is short enough that you can make it realistic. And then on the, when the day is done, then you do a recap, an assessment, look at it like an experiment, be an anthropologist with yourself, and say, what do I want to do next? And then you keep moving and swimming with the beauty of your life. I almost started singing, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. (laughs) I don't know where the hell that just came from. Anyways, you guys. I love you so much. I wanted to. Sh- I was so inspired to share this with you guys because um, many of us are trying to, you know, make or break new habits as we're constantly evolving and growing in our lives. Um, and I just don't want you to fall into the trap and the lies that are out there right now about habit building. So I really hope this helped. Um, I love you guys so much. And make sure you go to motivationforblackpeople.com if you haven't done so already and join over 20,000 people who are getting our free audio guides every week. Some episodes will just be me giving you short teachings, some episodes we have interviews with amazing young black creators and leaders who are making history today. This podcast is listen, my favorite thing about this podcast is we are not about cheap motivation here. What I t- what I call cheap motivation is motivation that just inspires you but doesn't give you any action steps. All of our episodes, the reason I call them audio guides instead of podcast episodes is because all of our audio guides are tailored to give you actual guidance and action steps that you can use to see a difference in your life. That is our commitment to you with every episode, every interview, everything that we teach. So I honor you. I thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this. This has been Justin Michael Williams, and I will talk to you on the next podcast. Bye.